This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 6th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. A year ago yesterday, I started publishing this podcast. I say publishing because I sent out an email version to friends and family for five years prior, and for about a month prior, emailed an audio version for practice. The podcast started at the urging of someone who will not be named. I thank him for that. I have enjoyed the year. Hopefully it has been helpful to others. I can definitely say that it has been helpful to me. There is so much going on in the world that it is easy to have surface information. In fact, that is probably necessary because of time constraints. But taking a few hours most days to try to do a podcast on the news forced me to think, to dig, to check if some of my thoughts were right, or at least could be defended. And I think most of my comments so far have stood the test of time. I'm sure some can pick apart the comments and use the rule of three examples to make me look like an idiot. Beware the rule of three is something I wrote about in my one self-published book. It was a book of advice for a newborn intended to help educate him as he grew up. It sold three copies. I bought all three. What is beware the rule of three, you may ask? In making a point, folks often come up with three examples. My suggestion is, that is not hard. For example, it is easy to come up with three draft mistakes by Bill Belichick, head, of, head coach and general manager of the New England Patriots. My argument is you could easily come up with three draft mistakes for every team over a 28-year period, which is how long Bill Belichick has been in charge of either, either the Cleveland Browns, the original Cleveland Browns, or the New England Patriots. The three examples may make good copy, but don't provide information or insights. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I have. I likely will be cutting back the number of days per week or maybe going to a longer once-a-week podcast. The viewership is not there to continue what I've been doing, but for those of you who are listening, thank you. And particularly to the two frequent and early listeners each day. I won't say who you are, just cheers. And now today's quick hitters. Today is the first day of the Masters Golf Tournament, one of the four majors. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot did not make it to the two-person runoff for mayor because she sucked at her job. My sense from the reporting is that eventual mayoral winner Brandon Johnson is just in, as liberal and may suck just as much. Maybe democracy isn't a good thing. Just kidding. French President Macron met with Chinese leader Xi in China and urged him to reason with Putin and get him to end the war in Ukraine. A Swedish investigator says it was likely a country that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, but we may not be able to figure out which country, partly because the saboteurs may have planted evidence to misdirect. I hope it was not us. My feeling is that the Russians blew up their own pipeline. It was not being used due to sanctions. Russia could sell the gas to China and India. It would drive home the energy vulnerability to the Europeans. And I'm guessing it could be repaired, but I'm just spitballing on that. Jim Comer is a Republican representative from Kentucky. He says that a county attorney in Tennessee and another county attorney in Kentucky have sought his advice in how they can go after the Bidens. And so it begins. Moving on. 
A frequent listener says in business he thinks strategy is defining where to play and how to win. I think that is a great way to focus an organization. I thought of that advice when I read that Anheuser-Busch has a limited beer can run supporting trans activist Dylan Mulvaney. Elsewhere, I read Mulvaney was a paid partner for AB relative to March Madness. I kept avoiding this story and admit I have not dug deep into it, so I may have the facts a bit wrong, but likely close enough for the following. Today I read that Travis Tritt was, will no longer have Bud on his bus, and he says other country singers are avoiding Bud as well. I saw on Facebook that an acquaintance is trying other beers due to this issue. I'm not suggesting anyone should change their drinking habits. I do wonder what strategic thinker at AB suggested this strategy, thinking this was where to play and how to win. Whatever. Back to the Trump indictment. The Washington Examiner has a piece by Byron York that quotes a former Hillary Clinton spokeswoman on CNN by the name of Karen Finney. Quote, I do think it's important that we go back to our democracy and remember that this is information that the voters did not have when they went to the ballot in 2016. We will never know if that would have had a bearing on the outcome of the election. End quote. The piece walks through how disappointed liberals are with the indictment, how weak it is, and uses quotes to suggest they are pivoting to, it is not about the law, it is about democracy. York argues that their push is that Democrats will pretend that the core issue is about full transparency of information so voters can decide during an election. It is not about the law. They kind of have to say that because the indictment is so horrible and not tethered to the law. The true believers, Kool-Aid drinkers, may drink that poison potion that it isn't about the law. It's about transparency. I hope few others do. Remember the quote was from a former Hillary Clinton spokeswoman. Need I say more? In comments about the Trump indictment, I have avoided making the whataboutism argument. I will sneak it in here as a balance argument, though admittedly the article I linked to by Kevin Haggerty has some whataboutism in it. The article is titled Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is known for reducing felonies to misdemeanors, flips the script on Trump. The author quotes Greg Price as saying, quote, in 2022, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg reduced 52% of all felony charges to a misdemeanor, end quote. Wow, the Manhattan DA who is pretending to be tough on crime when it comes to Trump is just a softie. So maybe he is balancing things out going after Trump by turning misdemeanors into felonies. It's about balance. Remember the Chinese weather balloon that just happened to fly over U.S. military bases? The one we shot down after it crossed the United States. The one the Chinese government said was a weather balloon and were indignant that we shot it down. Now it is coming out that the balloon flew in a figure-eight pattern over some of our bases likely to stay on station longer and be able to pick up more information. Not so much visual, but audio and electronic. Officials also say the balloon had a self-destruct mechanism. Do weather balloons often have a self-destruct mechanism? You know, a bomb? I doubt it. Hey, I'm not surprised the Chinese government was spying on us. We do it to them. It bothers me the amount of chutzpah they showed in lying about it. I would have preferred a well-thought-out no comment. 
Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.